Hey there, mama. Welcome back. Have you ever wondered what a homemaker, a wife, a mother, what they spend their time doing? Like other moms, right? We know what we spend our time doing, but maybe there might be a different way to structure your day that might actually add more meaning and purpose and intention. And maybe it will give you more time for you, maybe more time for your marriage, maybe more time for your kids, like quality time with them where you actually get to know them better and get to connect with them and and gain a greater relationship. Maybe there's even time to enjoy your home and make it beautiful and keep it clean and organized and well taken care of. What if there was even time to hang out with friends and actually create relationships with other moms so you can have adult conversation every now and then without kids tugging on you all the time? If you are wanting to have a day with a little more structure like this, but also some flexibility so we're not so rigid that we hit burnout, then today you are going to be loving the content that we have for you. This is episode 127, how to structure your day as a wife, mom, and homemaker. If you are ready to structure your day with a little more meaning and purpose and enjoy life and really learn how to thrive as a wife, mom, and homemaker, then grab a pen and paper and let's dive right in. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there'll be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey there, mom. Welcome back. Okay, there are six steps to this learning how to structure your day as a wife, mom, and homemaker. Now, there are many ways of how you can structure your day, okay? It's not like it is a one-size-fits-all, but I'm just here to give you some ideas of what has worked for me and my family, and I sure hope it helps you too. So if you are ready and you have your pen and paper, let's get ready to take some notes. So step number one, start with your anchors. Okay, anchors, I'm going to describe this as like hiking on a trail. I want you to think about a trail as you're, if you're an avid hiker, you know what a Karen is. If you don't, I'm going to explain this to you. So as you are on a trail, you might see these stacks of rocks. They kind of just look like this little pyramid of rocks. <laughs> they have like a bigger one on bottom and then it goes all the way up to a small one on top. Maybe like five or six rocks in the stack. And they come just so often throughout the trail. And the reason why these hikers put them there is it helps them to know and kind of navigate the territory when there's not a whole lot of vegetation around and it's hard to know where to go and you maybe kind of get lost because it's just kind of a whole bunch of dirt, you know, there's not really a, a, an actual path. Sometimes they will put little markers on the trail, or maybe if there's a ton of vegetation and they have to put markers along the trail because it's really easy to get lost. Right? So these little markers help them to know where to go. Cause as they put them, as they go on the hike, when they need to turn back around and get back to their car or beginning of the trail, they can follow the markers as they go back. And as they find them, then they're able to know and navigate their way back. It kind of guides them through this crazy (laughs) wilderness that they're hiking through. I want you to think of these little spots on the trail where they decide to build these cairns. I want you to think of these spots on the trail, these little dirt patches as anchors. Okay. These are the places where they anchor their cairns. Your anchor is going to be something that happens naturally. 
every single day. It's just kind of like something you do out of necessity, something that needs to happen. For example, you wake up every single day and you go to sleep every single day. So those are anchors. You're going to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, like some meals at some point during the day. And those are going to be anchors as well. Maybe you have nap times for your toddlers or quiet time for your older kids. That's going to be an anchor as well. These are things that naturally kind of occur throughout your day that need to happen every day or even school drop-offs and pickups. Those are consistently happening. You know it's kind of an anchor in your day where where things change or transition, right? So those are kind of your anchors, your, your big moments where you know this block of time is finished and now we have to move the, to the next block. So this is our anchor spot. This is the the spot that starts the new time block, right? So your anchors are things, like I said, wake times for parents and kids, meal times, three meals plus a snack, or maybe more, maybe you do a lot of snacking, but at least three meals, right? School drop-offs and pickups, and then bedtime for parents and kids. Okay, so those are some main anchors that you can kind of focus on. So list out what your anchors are for you and your family. Right now, just kind of write number one, anchors, and then just write your list of anchors that you have that you can think of. You can even pause this episode if you need a little more time. When you're ready, let's go into tip number two. Step number two, add in your daily foundations, okay? If you are thinking of a cairn on the hiking trail, this is going to be the big rock that goes on that spot on the trail. The first rock, the biggest rock that's going to be starting that stack of rocks, okay? So your big rock is the base of the cairn, and that is your daily foundation, okay? So the word foundation means the lowest load-bearing part of a building, or in this case, a stack of rocks, right? The lowest, biggest rock that's going to kind of hold the weight of all the other things, right? This rock is the foundation of your day. The foundation is what comes first, and everything else kind of gets stacked on it, okay? So think of your daily foundations as rituals, throughout your day that have meaning and purpose behind them, okay? So some examples of these rituals would be like a morning and evening routine or ritual, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so self-care routines would be something that's really important that you need to have as one of those daily foundations, okay? Family scripture study and prayer or couple scripture study and prayer, that is a good daily foundation. Family bonding time, marriage bonding time. So think of it as like self-care rituals, marriage rituals, kids and family rituals, and then like maybe religious rituals having to do with things that kind of focus on you gaining a greater relationship with God. So anything along those lines, those would be kind of your daily foundations, the really important things that need to happen, okay? So go ahead and put those in there. So list out your daily foundations. Just kind of list out whatever you can think of. It can be messy. It doesn't need to be super crazy, but just kind of list them out. And remember that you want to have L and V time during the day, okay? So time where your loved ones feel loved and valued. That would be any sort of bonding time that you can plug into your day. Those need to happen first because that's the most important, like that's the reason why we're here, right? We're here to be a loving wife and mother and homemaker, like the nurturer in us. That's what we need to nurture. We need to nurture the nurturer. (laughs) So think about those moments where you can really nurture yourself, your family, your marriage, and your relationship with God. Those are going to be your daily foundations. Okay, let's go now into step number three. Step number three, organize your schedule in time blocks. If you have been on the podcast for even just a hot minute, you are going to know that we love time blocking. It has, it's really something that can totally change how you do motherhood, homemaking, wifehood, being an individual in general, taking care of your home. Like there's so many benefits that can come from learning how to time block and blocking your time wisely 
can make things so much easier and better and run more smoothly, okay? So organize your schedule into time blocks. So if you're thinking of the cairn, I want you to think of the cairn, like the entire cairn itself. So the whole stack of rocks, the whole stack of one rock or like six rocks, right? One stack, that is your time block, okay? So every stack of rocks, every cairn on the trail are the different time blocks that you'll have throughout your day, okay? So if you think about this, I want you to think there are six basic time blocks to use throughout your day or week And you can use my Thrive Method to remember these six basic time blocks, okay? So I want you to think number one, T is for time management and productivity. Planning can be kind of coupled in there as well. Two, H is for home management and organization. Three is R, which is relationships, recreation, and rest. Four is I, and that is impact and income. Five is V, and that's value yourself. So self-care, okay? Any type of self-care would be valuing yourself. And six is E, which is empowering others and engaging in good work. So any type of like service, ministering, volunteering, things where you're kind of working outside your home, outside your family, and trying to reach out to others, okay? I forgot to tell you with I, impact and income is anything having to do with like work and finances. So hopefully that kind of gives you a basic idea. So let's go over this again. So T, time management and productivity. H, home management and organization. R, relationships, recreation, and rest. I, impact and income. V, value yourself, and E, empower others and engage in good works, okay? So those are the six basic time blocks that pretty much everything can kind of fit under. So those can be kind of your main labels that you'll have when you do your today's schedule in your HFM productivity planner if you are planning out your day. All right, let's go into step number four. Step number four, fill in the gaps with routines, okay? The rocks that are stacked on the base of your cairn are going to be your routines. So within every time block that we have, we are gonna have about two to four routines and rituals or tasks to focus on within that time block, okay? Every time block is going to be filled with our routines. And like I said, also things like to-dos, right? Your, your little tasks and things you have to do as well. And then rituals, things that have meaning and purpose to them, okay? Routines, if you don't know what that is, routines are a sequence of actions regularly followed, okay? So some routines in family life may include things like your daily and weekly cleaning routines, your meal prep, cook and eat type routines for the different meals that you have throughout the day, your workflow if you work from home or maybe if you're doing like a project or anything kind of project-based, any sort of work or project-based thing, a flow that you do, some sort of routine, a laundry routine, maybe a kitchen shutdown routine. Every time you're done with a meal, you kind of shut down your kitchen by cleaning it all up, right? Or tidy routines throughout the day after the kids are playing with toys or um, you're done doing a craft or you're, you know, made some sort of mess and you kind of need to tidy things up and organize and put things back the way that they were. Um, Decluttering routines throughout your day or week organization routines or planning and calendaring routines, right? All these different routines that we can do, and there's so many more, but that's kind of some ideas to get you started. So maybe take some time here and list out some different types of routines that maybe you have currently or ones that you would like to have and would maybe like to learn how to kind of build up and create your own routines. And let's get into step number five now. Step number five, plan for transition times. This is huge, okay? I want you to think of the stretch of trail between the two cairns when hiking. So you have your first cairn and you have a stretch of trail and then you have a second cairn and then a third and then a fourth, right? All the way up. So In between the two cairns is a transition time because you have to walk from one cairn to the next, right? Before you stack up the next stack of rocks. Every single time you have a time block or an activity or event 
task, routine, ritual, whatever you have, in between each thing, you are going to have a transition time. Whether you plan for it or not, it kind of is going to be there. So you can either choose to not plan for it and be late to everything and be unprepared and all the things, or you can choose to plan for it, realize it's going to be there, you're going to have some dead time, and you can kind of prepare things and finish things up knowing that there's going to be a transition time. So for example, transition time is the time between task, routines, rituals, and time blocks during which nothing has been planned specifically, right? But we can, we may not be able to plan everything that happens in a transition, but we plan for transition time. In other words, we plan for a buffer. We plan, it is probably going to take us like say 10 to 15 minutes to transition from being in the house, getting ready for school, and actually being in the car buckled up, ready to actually drive away to school. We always think it's only going to take 30 seconds to get all the kids in the car, but it always ends up being that somebody needs something last minute, some tantrum is happening, a diaper blowout, someone spilled milk, whatever, and we need a transition time. Make sure that you plan for those little transition times, and that will help you to not be late to things when you know that you can plan for a little buffer. Like if something something will take you, you know, only five minutes to do, double that time. Make sure you give yourself 10 right? Always give yourself some white space because it's okay if you end up being a little early. You have time to do a little self-care. You can read a little book. You can listen to a podcast. You can, you know, do all these different things that you want to do if you have time to breathe. So plan for the buffer time. So you might get a little extra self-care in there or a little extra quality time with your kids to play or things like that. Okay. I want you to think of it like going from English to math class when you were in high school. You're in English class, the bell rings. So you close up your book, you put it in your backpack, you go out of the classroom and what do you do? Do you go straight into math? No, you usually go to the locker, switch out your books. So you don't have to carry all the books. Maybe get a little snack, maybe get a drink. Maybe you need to go um, talk to a friend along the way or sign up for <laughs> some event or something, you know, get prom tickets while you're in the hallway, whatever it is, right? And then the bell rings and you sit down, you open up your book and you are ready to start math, right? So the time when the bell rings to the next bell, that is your transition time. With that kind of visual that will kind of help you to think about your different tasks, routines, rituals, and time blocks during the day. And that we don't just go from closing up work, like when we're, say we're doing a workflow, right? And we are working from home and we're on our computer. We don't just close up the computer and then leave to go get the kids. We usually have to close up, clean up the desk and everything, go get the kids up maybe from their naps, grab some snacks, grab a water bottle, grab your purse, get your shoes on, and then go in the car, right? It's not like just a quick and easy straight to the car. So plan for those little transition times so you have some buffer to be able to go from one activity to the next to just kind of transition yourself, okay? Let's get into step number six now. Step number six, last but not least, don't forget to have fun, okay? Remember when you're hiking there's a reason why you're hiking you in the first place, right? You hike because you love it. It's something you enjoy. You want to see the beauty around. You want to stop and smell the flowers. You want to get so excited to see the peak and the summit at the top where you can overlook the valley and see the beauty all around you and the sun as it's rising or setting and take it all in, right? This is the importance that we forget sometimes in mom life. We forget to have fun. We forget to skip and play and laugh along the way, right? It's important to enjoy life as it comes, okay? Because the work is not necessarily ever done, right? There's always more laundry to do and more dishes, more messes to clean up, more diapers to change, all the things. But if we don't make time for play, work will fill the gaps because it's always there. Play is not always there. We don't always have our little ones. They're not going to be here forever. So we need to make sure that we are spending time with them, right? Set time aside and plan ahead for fun. That may seem kind of silly, 
because it seems like something that should just happen on a whim. And it totally can. It's not like it can never happen on a whim. But remember that if you don't make time for it in your schedule, as you're, you know, calendaring out your week or your day, work will always take over. There will always be more laundry that will fill in the gaps or dishes or messes to clean up, the floors to be swept. There's always something that will fill in the gaps, okay? So it's important to create little pockets of time throughout your day to have fun, to play, laugh, be silly, learn, adventure, explore, recreate, relax, and rejuvenate, okay? There's so many things that we can fill our time with that's just busy and it's not necessarily productive And it doesn't necessarily move the needle forward or get us towards our goals at all. So make time for breaks. Make time to just be happy. Life's too short not to live it up, okay? So enjoy the journey. And always remember that after you work hard, make time to play hard. As soon as you finish a task and you complete it, whatever it is, it can just be one. It doesn't have to be like a series of tasks. You can do one task like you just finished the laundry and you're done with it or you just finished the dishes and it's finally done. Go take time to play. Even if it's five minutes, go outside and play some catch with your um, kids, you know, or go for a bike ride or go for a walk, or it can be something simple. Just go read a book, you know, with, with your littles, or you can take some time for you, paint your nails, like do something, plan for some time to just have fun. Now I want you to think of all these different things. And I want you to remember a few little things. Do not over schedule yourself. Okay. Don't schedule every single little minute of every single day. Think about structure, but with some flexibility. We don't want to have total structure. We want to have some time freedom. We want to have some breathing room, okay? So if you don't do that and you just focus on structure and just go, 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 and everything's routines and there's no flexibility and no room for buffer, right? You're going to get some rigidity to your schedule and maybe it's just full rigidity, okay? Rigidity creates burnout, We don't want to have a rigid schedule. We want to have some structure in our day so we know kind of what's coming and when. We have some anchors, we have some routines and time blocks kind of planned out, but we also have time for play and fun and buffer room. We have some white space in our schedule so every single moment isn't planned out. We have room to fit in a little play date or a time to talk with our neighbor or chat with a friend over the phone, right? We have time for those things because we made time to just have some white space. We made time for flexibility. We made the buffer room. We had we had the transition times, right? And we chose to have fun along the way. We chose to not to be all work and no play. We want to work hard, play hard, and do it throughout the trail, right? Not just at the very peak. Do you play when you're at the top, right? Because then it's time to go back down and do the work still, right? You got to play and laugh and enjoy the journey along the way. Stop and smell the flowers, breathe the fresh air, enjoy the moments as they come. All right, let's recap real quick. Okay, so number one, step number one, start with your anchors. Step number two, add in your daily foundations. Step number three, organize your schedule into time blocks. Step number four, fill in the gaps with routines. Step number five, plan for transition times. Step number six, don't forget to have fun. I hope this blessed you and helped you in some way, and I hope it helps you to structure your day in a way that is structured like we talked about, but also has that flexibility so that you can have the time freedom that you want and the quality time that you want with your families. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful for you. And if it did bless you in some way and you found value in today's episode or any other episode for that matter, please just scroll down on your little Apple podcast app and go ahead and look where it says 
you know, to rate and review and it'll take you like 30 seconds. Just give us a rating and go ahead and write a little review and let us know maybe some main takeaways from this episode that you enjoyed or anything that that you found value in. And that would mean the world to us. And it helps us to know how we're doing and how we can better help you as our audience. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. You are amazing. I value you. You are loved and you are enough just the way you are. Thank you so much for listening, Mama, and we'll see you next time. Hey friends, well, that is a wrap for today. I just want to let you know that we are not on Instagram or Facebook for the next 30 days. Okay. See you later. Social media for 30 days. We're taking a little break. We want to get into building up our website and our Pinterest and all the different things. So if you are looking for us, you can totally still click on our link in our bio on Instagram, and it will take you to all the different sources of where we are currently doing our content. Okay. So you can check us out at the podcast here on Apple Podcasts podcast or whatever podcast platform you listen to. If you want to check out our blog or website or shop, it's all at www.highfivemotherhood.com. And we are now on Pinterest. So start pinning y'all. Like it is so exciting. I cannot wait for you to see all of the beautiful pins. Our graphic designer has designed. She has done such an amazing job. They are so gorgeous. And there's so many fun tips and tricks in there for you and free printables and all the things. So go ahead and check this out at High Five Mother on Pinterest as well. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to see you in a new way for the next 30 days. We're off social media, but we are here to serve you through the podcast, our website, blog, and shop, as well as Pinterest. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time.